Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguid Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes at the weekly prophetic turning point service at the Kodesh. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabian. Amen. Wow. Well, are you blessed to be here tonight? Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We bless you for this wonderful time in your presence. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Guide us into all truth. Help us to live our lives pleasing to God. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Turn with me to Mark chapter 6. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, I started sharing with you on why people don't honor their prophets, isn't it? Right, Mark chapter 6, which is the scripture that we used. He said that from verse 1, and he went out from thence and came into his own country, uh, and his disciples followed him. Verse 2, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things, and what wisdom is this, which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went round about the villages teaching. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Amen. Well, tonight I will attempt to add one more reason why people don't honor their prophets. Amen. And... um, Last Sunday, I think we talked about three different reasons. Number one was that people don't recognize that these are their prophets. And for us, Bishop Daggyward Mills is the prophet that God has given to us. Hallelujah. So when you fail to recognize, you also don't get the rewards that comes with 
relating with such a prophet. Secondly, we said that because people don't follow the example of Jesus Christ. Do you remember? And then thirdly, we also said that people don't follow the example of David. I don't think we can go over all that. Amen. But I just want to quickly also say that many times children especially are not able to see how good their fathers are. It looks like no matter what fathers do, they are still not seen as good. And that is why (laughs) Mother's Day seems to be a very popular and very important occasion. They take it to World Cup. But the Father's Day, we don't really hear much. Yeah. See, because one of the reasons also is that the Bible says in Malachi chapter 4 that the hearts of the fathers have been turned away from the children and the hearts of the children have been turned away from the fathers. So, Elijah, for example, was sent to come or like the Bible says that he was supposed to turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers. Which is what If you are a mother, you need to be doing for your children. You need to turn their hearts towards their father. I don't know what it is, but naturally children don't really flow with the father. So when you have a mother who is always also making the father look like some some way person. See, because when they all these this type of thing, see that. People don't give fathers a service like some kind of tyrant or some wild person who is in the house. We need to run away from him. I'll tell daddy. And daddy looks like some, you know. But mothers are supposed to help direct the, the, the children's hearts towards the fathers. Amen. So... As we are here preaching to you, what we are also doing, we are being like the mothers, directing your heart to the father and the prophet that God has given to us. What do you think about that? Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm just trying to do, like a mother trying to turn the attention of the children to the father. That's all that I'm trying to do. And so tonight, I'm going to share with you one more thing I believe also makes people not honor uh, fathers or honor the prophets that they are given, which is the sin of familiarity. It's a sin. Now, people may not want to call us a sin, call that a sin, because sometimes you feel that, oh, it's just a natural thing, you are just whatever. But it's a sin because... It makes you lose all the blessings that must come to you. Yeah. People lose blessings because the devil makes you become familiar towards the person who has been given to you to be your prophet. And then whatever blessing he has, you don't receive. Matthew chapter 11. Let's look at the scripture. Wow. Are you there? 
And, and, and you see, that is also the reason why the people could not receive from Jesus. Because they, they had become familiar. They were looking at him. He said, the, said the way they even described the son of Mary. You see, and in the Bible, they don't describe people as that. Son of Mary. Usually when they are mentioning somebody, it's usually a, a, the father or something like that. You know, maybe David, the son of Jesse. Uh, Abraham, the, the son of what? Is it now? Now? Okay. <laughs> you know, so every time they mention somebody's name, it's more of the father. So, as I said, isn't this the son of Mary? So I'm making him look like some, some back up on me, no father. I mean, there's a question about this paternity and all that. Make him look like, oh, he doesn't have any father walking around, picking a bolo type of, you know. So, they had just become familiar with him. They couldn't receive from him. And that is what we are trying to deal with because that is a sin that a lot of people sometimes we are not even conscious of. It makes us lose the blessing that we must have. And the honor you must give to the person, you don't give to the person. So, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 16, the Bible says that, but whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows and saying, we have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you and you have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, blah, blah, blah. But trying to bring a point that when you become familiar, it doesn't matter what is done. You are not moved. We pipe unto you. You don't dance. We do anything we do. Because you have become familiar. You don't have a sense of awe anymore. The thing doesn't look bayos to you again. Bayos is a Greek word. Which means powerful. <laughs> you see, so you begin to develop something. That, that is what the familiarity is. You develop something that does, doesn't make the person look special to you anymore. Somebody who was very special, all of a sudden, doesn't look special to you anymore. Usually, wives have a problem. I mean, you meet the man, he's the, everything to you. Now, when you marry and it's like, you have seen him, he is that, everything. Oh, not knowing, he too, he can snore. Not knowing, he too, is a bag of gas that is moving. He can release gas. You have seen his nakedness. So, he doesn't look powerful to you again. Yeah. So, the first point I want you to understand here is that familiarity means to know someone or something so well and in such a way as to cause you to lose your admiration, respect, and sense of awe. That is familiarity. It means... 
to know someone or something so well and in such a way as to cause you to lose your admiration, respect, and sense of awe. And I think that the person who shows us that example clearly in the Bible is Michal. Michal was David's wife. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 20 to 23, the Bible talks about how David came back home. And the Bible says that he returned to bless his household. Hey, he had come with blessing for his house. It's like Jesus said, the prophet is, is not without an except in his household. May that not be our story. Oh. But he returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, how glorious was the king <laughs> who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servant. As one of the vain fellows, shamelessly uncovered himself. Shamelessly. Now, this is the king of Israel. At least, if you don't have any, they say the fact that he is the king must make you know even how to talk to him. But when a person becomes familiar, they don't respect you. Oh, yeah, they can talk to you anyhow. Yeah, it's one of the ways you can know that somebody has become familiar. Now they talk to you. Yeah. Sometimes you see some men, they play with girls. Hmm. You're quiet. You see that they talk to you anyhow because they don't respect you again. You have become familiar with you. There's, there's nothing about you anymore. <laughs> so Mika, he was just, she was just familiar. And so as she kept on talking and became familiar and just talking anyhow, David said, hey, today is that how you are talking to me? But anyway, let me tell you, what I was doing, I was not doing for man, I was doing for the Lord. Yeah, for your information. <laughs> he said, therefore will I play before the Lord. I will play because of what God has done for me. But the Bible says at the end of the day, she became barren. Yeah, because she, she had become familiar, so she missed the blessing that comes to people who are not the prophets that have been given to them. She missed the blessing. And we can also miss the blessing if we don't honor the prophet and become familiar. Oh, we know him. Oh, we are always here with him. Oh, he's here all the time. We know. And we miss out on the blessings. Hey. Hmm. This is what Bishop says. Familiarity leads to presumption and arrogance. A person who suffers from familiarity becomes confident in a way that shows a lack of respect. <laughs> Michal, the wife of King David, was so confident that she criticized the king for his style of praise and worship. She knew the king so well as to lose her sense of awe. She criticized the king for his display of exuberance in front of girls she considered insignificant. <laughs> hey, when people work closely with a man of God, they tend to lose their sense of awe. 
Hey. And you need to check yourself. Maybe you have, you have become familiar, but you don't even know. She criticized the king for his display. And uh, it says, some also lose their admiration and respect. The loss of admiration and respect shows up in many subtle ways. Yeah, you may not know it. One time the Bible says that Miriam, the sister of Moses and Aaron, I mean, they were criticizing him because they had become familiar. Oh, Moses, we know him. This great prophet that had been raised to do great things, parting the Red Sea and all that. Now, today you are just looking at him. Oh, who is Moses? And now you have the audacity to correct him and to tell him, you don't do this, you don't do that. You don't marry an Egyptian. Yeah. So, a prophet is not without an except when his sister is around. <laughs> so, Mikal, the classical, critical, and familiar wife, showed her lack of respect by the kind of remark or rebuke she made to her husband. Mikal had become disconnected, critical, and disloyal to her king. Mikal had developed the attitude because, this attitude because she knew the king from head to toe. Mm. She has seen him playing with her like a little boy. She had related with him when he was in his most naked and unguarded moments. Forgive. Every respect is gone. But you need to be somebody, the Bible says, who have, you have the ability to be in the king's palace. And that was the case of Daniel and his friends. Now the Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 verse 4 that these were children in whom was no blemish but well favored and skilled in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability to, in them to stand in the king's palace. If you had the opportunity to be close to a certain man of God, how will you be? Will you change or you still be the same? Yeah. And it's a reason why some people don't bring some people close to them because when you get close to them, you realize that he's, he's a human being just like anybody else. And beloved, God has just decided to use human beings. Bible says that this treasure is in earthen vessels. Second Corinthians 4, I think verse 7. So God is not going to use an angel to come and do anything here on this earth. He's going to use human beings just like you and I. So you better begin to adjust yourself in a way to be able to flow with the human beings that God has given. Yeah. You will see that he also snores, he also poops, he's also oh, he also gets running stomach. I mean. But he is still a vessel that God has chosen. It will help you not to be familiar. Hmm. Number two, familiarity afflicts and affects the closest family and friends the most. Yeah. 
Because he grew up with the person, and that's why a lot of people will want to go to another place. Because when they are in their areas of home, this one we know, he says doing what? Miracles. Ah. We saw him running around when he was a little boy. He says today is what? A miracle worker. We cannot accept it. And God always will camouflage greatness in something that you cannot even believe that there's something great about it. Sometimes you look at the person. The person doesn't look any wild, whatever. It's just a normal person. But God has chosen to use that person. Yeah. I don't think that Joseph's brothers thought that he had anything in him to become a prime minister. And that is why they wanted to sell him, kill him, all that. Because, I mean, who is this guy? But if they knew that he was going to become a prime minister and one day save them and help them, they would have looked at him in another way. Yeah. So if you are a close relative to a man of God, you need to be careful because you are, you are just about to become familiar. Yeah. Number three. Hmm. Familiarity has the power to neutralize the greatest of the gifts of God. Neutralize. It doesn't matter how great the gift is. Once somebody has become familiar, he doesn't even notice the gift. I mean, there is nothing. People will see the thing, but you don't see it. Yeah. I was just watching the Give Thyself Holy Conference in Congo. And as the people were jumping, I said, hey, you can easily be looking and not see the gift that God has given to you. Yeah. As he was speaking. And these are things that we have heard over and over and over. If you don't take care, you may easily think that, oh, but this one we know. But the same thing, some people are jumping and receiving and shouting. And you should see the comments that people are passing on Facebook. What a gift. What a gift. What a gift. And the people that the gift has been given to, they are just looking at it and they can't see that God has given them a great gift. In his own house, look at the gift Jesus Christ was. The anointing, the power. That was flowing. Can somebody just look at this gift and not notice it? That's what familiarity does. You'll be amazed. Familiarity makes you not see the gift. You will, it will neutralize the gift. You'd rather see other things. Not a gift. Somebody who could raise the dead. Somebody who could walk on water. No. It doesn't mean anything. He's the son of Mary. He's a carpenter's son. He's, his brother is walking around here. And that's it. The whole thing is neutralized. Ah, why do we make so much fuss about this person? Ah, he's also just like us. No. He's not just like us. Hmm. Hey. Number four. Familiarity is the cause of diminishing attendance at Christian programs. That's why it to be a church service. <laughs> Sunday and Tuesday service. Tuesday service. 
You may not, you may think, oh, I, I just didn't feel like coming. No, it's because you have become familiar. That if Bishop is having a service, you will not be there. Because you have become familiar. Even pastors. Bishop will be having a service at the first love center. But they will not go there. Because you have become familiar. Diminishing attendance. It's like you were going, you were going. But after some time, it's like, oh, we know what he's going to say. When we go, we know. He will say this. He will talk about loyalty. He will talk about it. We know what he's going to say. We will not go again. Diminishing attendance. Hey. Huh. Are you here or decided to go back home? Yeah. Bishop says here, he said, he was talking about a crusade that was organized. I think a great man of God organized a crusade. And people came the first time. The next time he came again, the number reduced. The third time he came again, the number had reduced. And somebody was saying that, oh, his anointing, the man's anointing has gone down. I said, no, 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 no. It's not the anointing that has gone down, but people who have become familiar. They will reduce your anointing to zero. If you don't take care, you will begin to feel that you are a nobody. But when you move from that place, because one time Jesus went somewhere, the people were just somewhere. But when you move to another place, a place of, the people were amazed at his teaching. What is this? We have never heard it before. But it's the same teaching he was teaching at this place. And the people couldn't see. They wouldn't even come for the service. What a shock. Mm. So the Bible says that. Then began he to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done. Because they repented not. Matthew 11 verse 20. Number five, familiarity is the cause of spiritual barrenness. Yeah. Spiritual barrenness. Because your connection to fruitfulness is the profit that has been given to you. Once you don't connect, you will not be fruitful. And that's the case of Mikal. She was not connected. She wouldn't become familiar. She couldn't become fruitful. But if she had connected, every blessing that was coming, she would have received it. Number six, you can be close to a man of God without becoming familiar. I like that one. And the Bible has examples of people who were close, but they didn't become familiar. Yeah. One person was John. John, the Bible says, he himself calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loves. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, he doesn't. He thinks that he's a disciple whom Jesus loved. That's all. He had given himself that title. If they won't say, you say, I am. He said he is a disciple that Jesus loves. And true, when Jesus was leaving, he entrusted his mother to him. Even though John had become very close, he could put his head on him, he could do all that. Still, he honored him. 
When he was on the cross, nobody was there. Everybody had run away, but John was still there. John still and saw him as a great person. So Jesus could give his mother to him, say, take care of her. He's the same person who wrote in John chapter 1 John 1, verse 1. Is that which we have seen, that which we have held, that which we have whatever our eyes have looked upon. That is all. He said, We have touched the person, we have been with him, we have stood with him, but we didn't become familiar. We didn't become familiar. How come you have just come around small? You have become familiar. Hey, may the Lord deliver us all. Because the devil wants to deprive us of a blessing, but we shall not be deprived of our blessing. We shall not be familiar. Another group of people who were this was Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha had Jesus coming to their house all the time to eat. <laughs> I'm wondering if some of us, Jesus will come to your house to come and eat. But he is small, a small choke. Likes food too much. You see, he's come to ask for more soup. Based on that, you become some way. But no, Mary and Martha still saw him as a great prophet. That when their brother was sick, they sent for him. Say, Jesus, wherever you are, come. Come now, come. We believe in your power. In fact, when Jesus arrived, Mary, Mary looked at him and said, listen, if you had been here, Master, if you have been here, we know that our brother will not die. Well, what believable? You are too powerful. Champion. If it were you that Jesus had been coming to your house, oh, you shouldn't come. He's coming, Christ, come to ask for more food. He should just stay there. But they didn't see him that way. They still saw him as a great man. So if you had been here, our brother would have. But anyway, we know that you are so powerful. And that's the next verse. Isn't what he said? He said, Mary said, but I know that he shall still rise. Hey. They were just speaking because they believed in him. They honored him. Honored him. What is the honor that you have for him? Was it the same Mary who brought that, or it was another Mary who brought? The alabaster box. I don't know, but he was in their house when that thing happened, isn't it? Or Simon's house. But you will see that people are not moved by these things. They are still in awe of the person who the Lord has given to them. Amen. Let me give you some signs that you have become familiar. And then we close because you may think that this message is far from me. Number one, familiarity is shown when someone comments about things that are above him. Matthew chapter 16 verse 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him saying, Be far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Now, when Jesus said he was going to the cross, Peter said, No. You cannot go to the cross. 
Peter had become familiar. Small this thing that you were around, they said that, oh, Charlie, this one that you said, the flesh and blood has not revealed to you, but small this thing said, uh, yes, Jesus, let me tell you something. You cannot. Listen, there are some matters that are too high for you. Don't put your mouth inside. There are some people, people are talking, the matter is above you. Then you also go and put your mouth inside. It's like you, you, you can also contribute. You can, because you have become familiar, you are moving with the people. See people talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about. Number two, familiarity is seen when someone finds faults with the leader. And with his person. You have become familiar. God, now you can find faults with the person. He's like this. He's not like this. He's like this. He can't do this. He can't do this. Bible says in Ecclesiastes, it says that don't be overmatch righteous. <laughs> it's a scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Look at it. It's a scripture. You may not know. It said, Why do you destroy yourself? That you have started becoming whatever. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 15. Are you there or you two have also become familiar? (laughs) All things have I seen in the days of my vanity. There is a just man that perisheth in his righteousness. And there is a wicked man that prolonged his life in his wickedness. Solomon, he knew the things, but be not righteous over much, neither make yourself over wise. Why should you destroy yourself? Guy <laughs> hey, has seen the things, but you have made yourself righteous. You, you, you know everything. You see, over wise, be careful. You are going to destroy yourself. Eh? Verse 17. <laughs> hey, 17. Be not overmatch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou, shouldest thou die before thy time? You are going to die before your time. As you sit there looking at faults and looking at, look at the way he's talking. Look at the way he's dressed. Look at, you will die before your time. Tell somebody, be careful the way you compass comments and you. You will die before your time. <laughs> Verse 18. He said, It is good that you should take hold of this. Ye also from this withdraw your hand, for he that feareth God shall come forth of them all. Wisdom strengthened the wise more than ten mighty men which are in the city. For there is not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Everybody can sin. Also, take no heed unto all words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant cursed thee. Because <laughs> now, if you start listening, you will hear things that you shouldn't even be hearing. But he said, Why do you, you, you want to die before your time? You want to destroy yourself? Don't be over righteous, over wise. You, you, you know everything. It's because you have become familiar. That's why you talk like that. Hmm. Number three, familiarity is seen when someone attempts to correct his father. 
<laughs> Uber wise. <laughs> now you are correcting. This is not how it should be done. This is how it should be done. Ah, even this one, if I was doing, I would have done it better. You have become familiar. You will die before your time. Tell somebody, you will die before your time. Oh, the way you keep correcting your father. Was deep. Peter was correcting Jesus. Hmm. Number four, familiarity is displayed when someone attempts to direct and control his leader. Do things this way. Don't do it this way. Do it this way. Why? What do you know? When were you born? When did you come? Now you are not directing. You see, people forget that small whatever that you gets into your head. Oh. Flesh and blood has not revealed this one to you. Small this thing that they have told you that, oh, you are this, no, that you start correcting. You are still directing. No, no, no. No. Do things this way. Number five. Yeah, the place is very quiet. I, I, I know that. It is warning you. <laughs> Familiarity is seen when someone uses privileges without asking for them anymore yeah it's coming closer you are allowed to do something you ask for it and it's okay you can do it oh you can so can i join you oh you can can i come here you can can you do this you can then now you have become so familiar you don't even ask you just do it They are moving you to just join and you are moving because it's like, yeah, we all. It is not we all. It is a privilege that is being given to you. You need to respect that privilege. Hey. I see where I stand as a privilege. I don't take it for granted. That oh, we all we did inside. No, we all. It's a privilege if I want to, I need to ask. I cannot just do something. Every time I want to do something, I'll ask Bishop Saki, can I do this? He says, oh, we all, we are preaching. No. (laughs) He said, what? (laughs) You preach, I preach. No. What a shock. It's a privilege. I'm telling you, you can easily begin to feel whatever and take certain privileges that is not yours. And you are doing it without asking. Yeah. It's a sign. You know, Bishop says, King David had a a mule. What's a mule? It's like a donkey, like a horse, like a... In between. (laughs) Which was symbolic of his authority and power. And only he sat on it. Nobody. And anytime he sat on it, it was the symbol of his authority and his power. Nobody can just get up and just go and sit on it. Yeah. So sometimes when people come and come and sit down on Bishop's chair, it's not that it's a whatever, but also it's a symbol of authority that is there. So respect it. Ah, is it a chair? Is it a chair? Hmm. 
Can you do the things that the person does? You are coming to say that, isn't it a chair? You have no idea. The only time he made somebody sit on was when Solomon was made king. And he told Nathan and all these people, put him on it and let him ride in the whatever so everybody will see. So once they saw that David had given this one, it means that David wants him to be the king. Everybody should respect him as that. Yeah. One time Bishop said that he, his chair that he used to sit on to counsel people. One pastor went to sit on that chair. And he was holding a meeting like how Bishop holds meetings. And he came and saw the way the person was sitting on the chair and said, no. Come on. Something is very wrong here. Get out from the chair. It's a sign. Some people, they are just waiting for you to move. Then they come and sit on your chair. Waiting for you, then they take your shirt and wear. Waiting for you, and then they do. Hey! You are not afraid. Oh, you don't like my message? You are being your boss invites you to his office to do one of the affairs. You just come and sit down. No one mouth so there are two tables also, and then you are just go to the fridge and open and take things and drink. And just one day told you, oh, you can take something in the fridge. <laughs> now the only come now, hey, Opo, Opo ma, and then we be in the fridge. Now then. You have become familiar. Some of you need to check your life, the way you relate with people. You have become familiar. Hmm. Where are we? <laughs> Number six. Familiarity is seen when someone uses privileges without saying thank you for them anymore. You use it without saying thank you. You come for it. When you finish, you come and put it down. It's like, yeah. Me too, I deserve to use it. Who said so? We can all use it. Who said so? And there are some people, they come and take your thing with some impudence and some... It's for them. Like it's for them. Then they take it. And then they just take it. One guy was eating in his house. He had a, somebody come to the house. He told the person, come and join me, let's eat. Now, the way he was eating the food, whoop, 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 whoop. the guy was just watching. He was very confused. Am I the one eating? Or this guy has come to take over the food. So, as he was looking at the guy, the guy looked at him and he said, oh, are they? Who very me? Did he? <laughs> Did he? Are they? Who very me? Did he? You, the visitor that you have come, you have, you have become the owner of this. You are telling the person, I see shy of you. Oh, yeah, I know you are going in. You won't say thank you anymore. Just take it and go because you feel it. Let's close because. 
Number seven, familiarity is seen when someone freely enters your room or office without knocking. Then you open the door, you enter. Hey! Ah! What makes you behave that way? It's like it doesn't matter whether when I enter he will be naked or what. Because, I mean, who is he? No respect, nothing. You just enter without knocking. No respect. You become familiar. Sometimes even children and their parents, no respect. But you need to know that, listen, there's always a certain kind of honor. Respect. When you lose it, nothing, there's nothing anymore. You just behave anyhow. Hey, number eight, we have to close. Familiarity is displayed when someone yawns and sleeps when you preach and teach. <laughs> this one, dear. We have entered your house. Yawning. Especially early yawning. Shall we hear the word of God? <sighs> You have become familiar. Check the nearest person whether they are yawning or they are. Or when you sit at the back, always. You don't see why you should come close. Yeah. I mean, last Sunday when I was preaching here, Reverend Ben did something that was very. He was sitting here, I was preaching there. He could have just decided that he would be here and, and, and be received. But somehow he felt that, no, there's something happening here. Let me move closer and also see what is there and also enjoy. I mean, he didn't have to. But for me, it, 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 I mean, he registered as something. Yeah. You are sitting far away at the back. You don't care. Even when they tell you, move forward. Yeah. You see, it's a problem. When you sit in the church and you sit at the back and you come and sit in front, you will see that there's a difference. No longer listen to the podcast. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And I have enough. I got it. I don't need it. So, oh, Bishop is in Congo. Give thyself only. Just connect to the thing and watch. Oh, what? We know what he's going to say. Either loyalty or church growth or mega church or kill yourself for Jesus. Isn't that what he's going to say? You have become familiar. You don't know. I said, today as I was watching him, I said, these are the words he has been saying over and over. But the people were listening to the thing and they were with awe. I said, hey! Are you there? You don't buy books anymore. Yeah? 
say Macario 60. So, oh, it's the same. We have heard it. The Macario 60. We have the 40 already. It's okay. We are waiting when they reduce it. Even when they reduce it, you won't buy. You don't read the books, nothing. You don't even know what is in any book. I'm preaching from those who pretend. You have not read it. You don't even know. That's why I'm preaching. You are looking at me and say, where is he taking all these things from? He says, in the book. Written by Bishop Dad. Number nine, familiarity is exhibited when someone walks around, talks, and chats whilst you are preaching. When the preaching is going, somebody keeps talking to you. So how? Yesterday, the kungumbaja, what do you think? You should see that this is somebody who has become familiar. He's no longer paying attention. Or he can get up as the preaching is going on. Then he will get up and be walking around. Where, where do you go to at all when the preaching is going on? Where do you go? You go to Alize. Now, I remember one time I was preaching. One guy got up. I said, where are you going? He said, he's going to unit. I said, ah, I've never heard something before. <laughs> something is just what. Since I mean, we can be in church and sit down for hours. You don't feel like going to wee wee. How come as the preaching is going on, as the business guy just gets up, then he's walking. I said, Ah, where are you going? Sir? I, I'm going to the private. <laughs> I'm going to wee wee. Yeah, become familiar. Number ten, familiarity is revealed when someone is rude. Yeah. No more respect. You are rude. You talk. The children of Israel, they had grown used to Moses, even though he was a great prophet. Korah openly challenged him, pointing out his faults. It's only familiar people who would dare to be rude to someone like Moses. Hey, this is the arrogance that develops with people who are too familiar. Numbers chapter 60 and verse 3. Hmm. Number 11, familiarity is displayed when someone is rude to people you delegate. So they are rude to you or they are rude to the people you delegate. They went to call Korah. Korah said, yeah, go and tell Moses that we are not coming. We will not come. Mature familiarity is demonstrated when someone raises his voice at you. The person is able to shout and talk loudly. He has become familiar. Listen, may we be delivered from the sin of familiarity. Otherwise, we will not see our prophet the way we should see him and honor him this Sunday. Don't be familiar. Don't say, I know him. I don't know. I don't see why we should do whatever. See the greatness in the person that God has given to us. Pray and say, Lord, show me how to honor him in the way he should be honored. And Sunday, come with your envelope. Come and honor him. 
the way it should be and I believe that every prophet's reward we shall receive it. Stand to your feet everyone. Oh, thank you Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord and pray to God. Ask God for mercy. Times that you have been familiar in whichever way in your thoughts, in your actions pray ask God for mercy forgiveness maybe you did not realize that you were familiar as you were talking as the preaching was going on walking around as the preaching was going on but pray and ask God for forgiveness pray and tell the Lord have mercy on me and deliver me from the sin of familiarity in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh yes Lord Oh yes, Lord. Lord, deliver us as a church from being familiar. So as to miss the blessing that must come to us as a church. May we still stand in awe of this great gift, great prophet you have given to us in Bishop Dad. Oh yes, may we give him the honor that is due him. Deliver us, Lord. Oh, we pray that we will not be familiar. We will not be familiar. We will not be familiar. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Help your children. Help your church. Help your children, Lord. Teach us, Lord. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and all eyes closed, maybe tonight somebody invited you to church. You know deep down in your heart that you are not saved, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. We're going to pray. Tonight, you want to surrender your heart to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me. Come to me. Let's pray. Come. Come on to Jesus. Come. Give him your life today. God bless you. Come. Oh, yes. Today. Anybody else coming? Yes, run quickly. Let's pray. Come on to Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let him have his way. of you in front just lift up your two hands it's a sign of surrender we're going to pray just pray after me say lord jesus tonight i thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name 
in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. What's your name? Abigail, and you are David. Hey, David and Abigail. Wow. <laughs> it's wild, but listen. You see our pastor waving his hand. Please follow him. He's going to talk to you. Okay. David and Abigail. It's super. <laughs> God bless you. Please be seated. Hey. Are we going to be familiar or we will not be familiar? Some of you have become familiar on your WhatsApp page. Month of birth page. You just put things anyhow. No respect for authority. Small privilege that you have been given. Now you are throwing things on the page. What a shock. We trust that you have been blessed, refreshed, and encouraged by the preaching of God's Word. For further inquiries, call plus 233-307-010-444. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you.